Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I'm going to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, today, I'm really excited to have Helen Fisahaye on the line. She is the CEO of F3 Global. Helen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So um, I'm pretty excited because you have such an international focus and you work in some really interesting markets, um, which I'll let you elaborate on. But before we get into that, um, let's let's start out with your background as an entrepreneur. Sure. I feel like I've kind of always had the entrepreneurial gene. Um, so I started off um, in, well, I'm actually born in Sudan and then I'm from Eritrea. I grew up in the U.S. And as an entrepreneur, I've kind of been doing companies and creating companies and helping people start companies pretty much most of my life from, you know, high school into college. Even though I was a full-time student, I always had, like, a little project on the side. Um, And then eventually I've had, like, two other companies that were off and running. And then now we're down to F3 Global, which I've had for about three years. Oh, that's great. Um, where do you think, I mean, where do you think you got that gene? Was it a gene? Was it something you learned, um, that whole entrepreneur thing? I definitely think it came from my dad. Um, he's pretty much like that. Um, you know, even though he's kind of crossed wars and everything else, he's always been doing something on the side. Um, even in his older age, he recently launched, like, a trucking company had no idea how to do it, but <laughs> he's always been, he's always promoted, at least to all his kids, you know, it's better to try and fail than not try at all, and it's better to, um, like, try different things, so at least you know what you're good at, and everything you pick up, you can learn from, so, um, and he always gave us that, he always provided us the room to try, and I think that's kind of where it started from. No, that's great. Um, let's talk a little bit more about S3 Global and what you do there. Sure. So F3 Global, we are based in Washington, D.C., but we are a capacity building and strategy firm. And so we work within emerging markets, primarily um, Africa and the Caribbean markets. Uh, we've done a little bit of work in Oman. But what we focus on is we focus on working across entrepreneurship, agriculture, and the global health markets, um, and helping really companies grow into those markets, scale into themselves, honestly, and actually enter foreign markets. A lot of times what we've noticed is that these emerging markets have a lot of needs. And so as American companies, um, there's a lot of our skill sets that they can um, use or, you know, replicate. And so what we do is we try to help companies um, both on the ground, build up their capacity, and then on this side enter those markets or on the other side enter their products into these markets. Oh, that's great. What are some of the challenges that you find um, working in those global markets? Um, Some of the challenges are really more perception and culture-based, honestly. Um, I think what I found is that you can't take the same ideas about working in America over Mm -hmm. to Africa or in the Caribbean because they have their own cultures. They also have their own challenges, but also their own opportunities. And so you have to be realistic 
and working within a new market. So whether you're working in Botswana, it's not going to be like working in Kenya or working in South Africa. And so what we try to do is we really look at the culture and the environment and then assess what are the opportunities and what are the challenges and kind of navigate it that way versus just like one-stop uh, one shop approach. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the challenges that we found have really just been like the length of time in closing business because of, you know, certain instabilities, whether it's infrastructure or access to financing or just, you know, some political instabilities in some of the markets. But overall, I think the return is actually really great and the capacity to do it is actually wider there than it is here sometimes. Wow, that's interesting. Um, what are, I mean, what are, you talked about opportunity. What are some of the opportunities that you see in these markets? I mean, because a lot of the people listening, they're, you know, um, aspiring entrepreneurs or maybe they already are and they're launching businesses and maybe they've never thought about these markets. I mean, why should they be looking there? Because um, the need is there, right? So <laughs> everything we have in the U.S. is pretty much someone's already thought of and we're just like adding a value add to it. Over there, there isn't a lot of infrastructure, but there's a lot of great business owners that are small and growing. There's a lot of room to grow, um, whether you're in the health market, in the agriculture market, or really any market or any sector, I mean. Um, the ideas that we have here, we could kind of replicate some of them there, but just adjusting for culture, adjusting for market needs and values. Um, so I do think that it really doesn't matter specifically what you want to do, but if you look at a specific market, let's say in Africa, um, let's say you're looking at agriculture, there's a huge need for agricultural products, services, um, ideas, um, just even like helping entrepreneurs, leadership. And so um, it's about finding a local partner, though. I don't recommend entering those markets and trying to do everything yourself. It's about finding like a local partner who understands the climate, the environment, and then taking a couple of trips there and seeing what the needs are. And I bet you within your first 10 minutes, you'll find a need immediately, whether it's like access to more energy or electricity or cleaner water or housing and infrastructure or just, you know, um, education. Whatever you could do here, you can also replicate there. Whatever skill sets you have here, there's a need for it there. Um, I think that's the first level of opportunities. The secondary level would be looking at, um, you know, building like, agreements and partnerships with, like, larger institutions. Um, I started uh, there years ago, one, being that I'm from there, but then, two, to seeing, like, what my work was doing and some of the projects that we were doing around, like, clean water and um, water wells and projects there. I just noticed a lot of the issues around sustainability, and from there I just kind of went to the left and decided I could address this on my own within a company. That's great. Um, so what's next for S3 Global? Like, what's your vision for your company going forward? Right now, we're really trying to build out our healthcare side of our company. Um, healthcare is a really huge market right now, specifically in Africa. And so right now, we only, uh, well, I would say in the last two years, we only focus on advisory around healthcare. And so we're building out our, our like, health IT side of it a little bit more. We're also building out our medical supplies. Um, so we're really building more into what we're doing and what we're capable of doing around health. And we're building more relationships on the ground um, and expanding some of the countries that we work in. Um, and we're looking at countries that are, right now there's a lot of fluctuations in new governments, countries like Zimbabwe, Gambia, our country, Eritrea, Ethiopia. Some of these countries are in fluctuation. We're looking at doing more work with them.
And so what would your advice be to a new entrepreneur or even a seasoned entrepreneur that is considering entering one of those markets? Two things. One, actually take a trip. Um, do as much <laughs> research online, but really take a trip. I think a lot of the um, the narratives about Africa, even about the Caribbean, it's still very negative. And so it seems scarier to enter those markets than it would be, let's say, another state in the U.S. But the reality is you're going to face the same types of challenges in entering any market, whether it's a foreign market or a local market. So I would say take a trip. But before you take a trip, get connected to as many people and organizations as possible. Definitely reach out to us. We're um, always happy to help companies enter those markets. Um, And be open, honestly. Be open culturally and, you know, be open in doing business differently. Um, You can't take everything that you have here and model it exactly over there. You have to adjust to their needs and their skill sets and their desires and everything that's about them versus what you exactly want, and you're more successful that way. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, Helen, um, where can can people reach you if they want more info on your company? Um, They can always go to www.f3global.co or email me at helen, H-E-L-L-E-N, at f3global.co. All right, Helen. Well, hey, I really appreciate you providing all that, all those tips and insight on how to do business abroad. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a great afternoon. <laughs> you also. All right. Bye.